0: welcome to the danny palmer show does it sound cool if i say it like that well 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 the prodigal son has returned to his podcast what up listeners this is uh listeners danny it's stupid what's up y'all it's danny palmer of the danny palmer show okay i'm very sorry this episode is out a day late i was in uh portugal as loyal listeners well no oh my god and I got to tell you, dude, I don't know if you've been there before, but it's fucking sick, dude. It's sick as fuck. I was there for, I think, nine days, like six in Porto, which is in the north, and then started and then ended the trip in Lisbon. And if you haven't been, I'll, t- I'll give you a, like a brief overview. What is this? A fucking college seminar, Danny? You fucking loser. I picked up a cold while I was there. That's fun. But I don't care. It's fucking worth it, dude. That show is sick. Isn't it weird when a plane takes off and you're like, okay, we're gonna cross the Atlantic Ocean. So that's not fun. I'm always like, dude, what if this water part is bad? Just go. Is there a route that just goes straight land? Have have we explored every square foot of the Atlantic Ocean? Are we sure there's not a fucking land path from (laughs) the US to Europe? There could be a land path. I think some scientists need to get on this. Anyways. The first thing you need to know about going to Lisbon if you've never been before is bring some fucking sunscreen. You know when you get like you go over to Europe and then you're like, Okay, the check in isn't ready yet or just any city, it doesn't fucking matter. And you're like, all right, well I'm just gonna set your bags down, just start walking around walking around, well fucking bald loser, your boy over here just walks around Lisbon on a hot day with no fucking sun protection. Always get to start off a nine day trip with a fucking sunburn on the top of your head that's gonna lead to some weird basal cell carcinoma in about three to five years maybe it's already there i'm not going to a dermatologist dude that's it's weird the billing system is odd <laughs> and uh so first step if you want to like do lisbon right yo <laughs> yo uh go for a run i went for like three runs in lisbon and like and think three in porto too I found this random ass, I don't know if it's random, but I found this giant hill in Lisbon. It was paved and it was like this pedestrian uphill climb. And then we go to the top of that long hill. There's like this beautiful overlook overview of the city. And there's like this bar with like kind of a reflecting pond in front of it. And people are all sitting outside enjoying the day. And I'm like, why the fuck do I not live here, dude? Oh, is it because I don't speak Portuguese? I can't even say I don't speak Portuguese. It's too difficult to say. So it's like, I, I'm going to stay in the U.S. But I don't know, man. Maybe I should. No, there's no shot. I mean, I, I listen to people talk Portuguese. Like, all I got to was Obrigado, which means thank you. I mean, Obrigado gets you a long way. Don't get me wrong. And I also learned Desculpe, which means I'm sorry. But I had, to, I had to, it took me like eight to nine tries to learn Desculpe. My friend Stephen was there, and he speaks Spanish and thus partly Portuguese. He's like, dude, how many times do I have to tell you it's Desculpe? I'm like, many times, dude. So then we went up to um, to Porto. You take this three hour train ride, and uh, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful countryside. It reminded me of taking the train from Paris to, or sorry, from London to Paris, the Channel thing. It's like beautiful countryside, and I think that isn't like Spain and Portugal. It's on the same fucking landmass as France, right? I'm mean, just like different. It's the same kind of field, just further south, you know. Like it's a feel. It's a fucking feel, bro. So on the train up from Lisbon to Porto. I see this big stadium, and then in front of the stadium, I see this kind of like red iron sign in front of it. I don't know if sign is the right word. Placard? Banner? And it has a picture of a bull on it. I'm like, I bet that's a fucking bullfighting arena. Of course it is. Why else would you have a giant arena with a picture of a bull in front of it, unless it's a bullfighting arena? So then I'm like, I didn't know that they did bullfighting in Portugal. So then, I looked it up. Apparently, they do do bullfighting in Portugal, but it's not as violent. Now, hold on, hear me out. Animal rights activists, I, I, I am with you on this, <laughs> but apparently, it's not as violent as bullfighting in Spain because they don't actually kill the bull. But I think they still stab it with swords. And my friend was telling me in Spain they like the the they knock horses down, the bulls knock ho- and knock down horses and injure horses. Like Jesus Christ, dude! I think my friend walked out of it. And I, I'm not going to a fucking bullfight, but apparently King Joseph the first back in the day thought that the way that they did it in Spain was animal cruelty, which it obviously is. And so he banned killing the bull. But then my friend pulled up these stories, apparently like really bad things still happen to the animals, even though the bull doesn't die. So that's still shitty. Cause at first I was like, dude, King Joseph the is a fucking man. What a humanitarian or not what an animalitarian to stand up for the welfare of bulls being agitated against their—that's the problem with the whole thing, you know. Why, why you get agitated, bull? Just leave the bull alone, dude. The bulls just let the bull live its bull life and fuck other bulls, and you know, and just like lay in the sun, dude. We don't need to be agitating bulls, bro. Anyway, make it up to Porto. Three-hour train ride, beautiful. Highly recommend it. That when you take the train into Porto, it goes over this river and it's a really high you're really high up over the river and there's like seven bridges in porto and you can see all the bridges and one of the bridges is designed by eiffel the guy that did the eiffel tower and you can see in that bridge's design you can look it up on the internet what that it looks it kind of does resemble the eiffel tower um and then this other bridge is like the world's largest concrete bridge span or something i don't know my friends went on some like river tour i I decided to go work out that day (laughs) i went on a run you know when you go on a trip you're like do I do the thing with the group or do I go for a run? I, I usually go for the run just because going for a run by yourself is like, or even with other people, but usually people don't want to go uh, with you on your run. It's just spectacular when you're in a place you've never been to like this one run I went on and Porto was amazing. I just happened upon a church that was beautiful. Then I, I couldn't tell if it was a wedding or a mass going on. So I saw these like six dudes wearing black suits and I was like, is it okay if I go in there? Cause most people do speak English and they're like, yeah, it's fine. I walk in, it's this, gorgeous fucking church and they're oops, sorry i said fucking around a church time and they were like praying or having mass or something i still wanted to take a picture but i felt disrespectful so i didn't take the picture but just memories like that you know when you're just running around a town and you don't know exactly sure if you can get back to the place that you're staying even if you put a pin on the google maps because i don't really understand the pins very well it's just fucking it's kind of a rush to be like can i do this can i figure it out will i get lost and die or will i have an amazing time Anyways, so there's this school in Porto that the um, Harry Potter, J.K. Rowling, I guess she spent a lot of time in Porto. I didn't know this. My friends told me. And there's this school. It's a college. I think it's the University of Porto. And all the students wear these like heavy, thick, black coats. And the men wear cloaks, these giant fucking cloaks. And they were having some sort of graduation ceremony. I don't know. Or maybe it's like a thing they do every weekend. I don't fucking know, dude. But they would all like just walk, march through all the streets. and They had like chants and stuff. And then they would like, they went to this one square and they would hold their capes out and they kind of like touch their capes towards each other and take pictures of that. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And I, th- I, this is so I've, this is one of the most humiliating things I've ever done in my entire life. I didn't understand if they were, if it was like a high school or a college I'm like, what are these? Are these high school kids? So this is so stupid that I did this, which is why I'm telling it on the podcast. <laughs> so I see these two girls. They're walking past me. I can't. I, I don't even want to say this. This is so embarrassing. I, I really didn't think this through. Obviously, I just wanted to understand what the school was. And I was like, are you guys in high school? And They both laughed and they go, no, college. And I was like, oh, thank you. And then I was like, Danny, you fucking idiot. That's not how you started a conversation with strangers. Oh, my God. I felt so stupid, dude. Oh, it's making me cringe just even thinking about it. Wow. Cool, sick tourist question, Danny. (laughs) You fucking weirdo. I don't know. I I literally was not hitting on them. I just wanted to know. I'm I'm a fucking curious tourist. I'm learning. I'm expanding my cultural horizons by embarrassing myself in front of very young women. (laughs) I think that's probably the best story from Portugal, dude. I told that I immediately texted my college friend group text that exchange, and my friend Gar wrote back, "Oh, when they said they were in college, did you say never mind?" Then, <laughs> oh my god, dude! Look, I'm I can make fun of myself. I I get it. You know? maybe not on a global. Oh, you're doing it on a global, globally distributed podcast, Danny. So okay, look, I'm just I'm just trying to learn. Oh yeah, another story that I thought was pretty funny. There was there's, a lot, there's like this big square on the water in Porto and uh, you can see it's kind of, you can see that giant bridge. It's kind of a touristy thing, but it's like, you know, I mean, don't locals want to sit on the cool spot in front of the water too. So we're at me and my friend, Steven, we're at this bar sitting out. We had a great perch like right in front of the water. It was gorgeous. So I had to go to the bathroom. So I walked over to the bathroom of the bar and there's this lady there, very attractive. And she just kind of like sternly glaring at people. I'm like, how the fuck would I know what this woman's role is? In this situation, yeah, I'm like, is she the, the bouncer of the bat I don't know. And I, I go, I'm sorry, do you know where the bathroom is? And she goes, are you a client of this bar? <laughs> a client. I was like, oh yeah, I'm a, uh, I'm a client. <laughs> and then this bathroom was like the most active <laughs> bathroom I've ever seen. I don't even understand it, dude. There was this girl in there and she was like working. And she would like go in the stall and like clean And then she was on the phone with her friend, like hovering over, like I was just trying to wash my hands and she's on this phone call with her friend, just talking vigorously in Portuguese. (laughs) And I don't understand why there's just so much activity in this small bathroom. Why are so many people moving around? Why is she constantly in the stalls? Does she need to clean it between every customer? It was just very confusing. I was like, listen, you got to give me some space. I'm a client. Oh, so then I'm like, is this a good overview of Porto and Lisbon? Yeah, it, can, it kind of is. Okay. It's a real in-depth view of the culture. <laughs> and then we were there on the first Saturday in May, which is obviously the, running, the run for the roses, the Kentucky Derby. And my friends didn't want to go out, which I thought was lame. And I was like, I'm not going to fucking not go out my one Saturday night in Porto probably my whole life. So I grew up by myself. That was probably a mistake in a foreign country where pickpockets are literally everywhere. <laughs> got pickpocketed, then repocketed. I I think I figured out who it was. It was like this tandem pair, and then I like confronted them, and they're like, "Oh!" But they didn't say like, oh, "I wasn't like, hey, I'm I'm not trying to be rude. I just I can't find my wallet." And you were standing right next to me when that happened, and they didn't go like, "What are you crazy? Why would you accuse me?" They're just like, "Oh, uh, what? No." But they they acted like it was just weird, and I I think that I scared them or something. I don't know if that's the right term. I think I just like made them realize that I was like pissed and on the case, and like. This other guy next to me was like really cool and helped me. He called the Portuguese police for me. I don't know how to do that, and uh, and then I walked out of the bar, and walked home because I gave up. I was like, "Fuck it, I guess I just don't have a wallet here in Portugal." And then as I was walking out, this my wallet fell out of my sweater pocket. Now listen, some people might say, "Danny, maybe it was there all along." It wasn't, dude. I checked my pockets twenty-five times. I was in a full panic. You can see on the video, like the. Security footage. By the way, this happens all the time in Portugal. Go, but be careful. The, the as soon as I told the bartender, I I think I got pickpocketed. She immediately pulled like video footage, came around the bar, showed me the video footage on her phone. Like this is like a very common occurrence, and and, and I don't know why they repocketed me, but I'm glad they did. And then so I go outside and hear I just hear this sound clink on the on the sidewalk, and I had lost one of my earbuds. <laughs> I sound like a mess. i think the only having one earbud in is what saved me um from not realizing that the wallet dropped because i heard it i was like what the fuck was that picked it up like okay i I saved my wallet anyways the reason i went to the bar is because i wanted to watch the kentucky derby portugal is five hours ahead of the u.s i timed it perfectly thus the post time was somewhere around midnight in portugal i walk into a sports bar i'm like this is a big sports bar in porto i've done my research maybe one of the small tvs will have the derby on this is exciting Dude, zero chance that there was anything on any TV in any sports bar anywhere except for soccer. All soccer, all the time. And I wasn't gonna like lean over. Hi, excuse me. I'm from America. Is there any way you could turn on the uh, the famous horse race? They're like, what, dude? We just have horses corral bulls, dude. We're not racing them. <laughs> I don't know. So yeah, so then I, I just gave up. I was like, I'm not even gonna try. But it was cool to go to a sports bar. Besides the pickpocketing. Oh, and then I went on a fucking date, dude. You know, like, hint, first of all, if you want to go on dating apps in Portugal, this is this is handy advice. Don't go on Hinge. I mean, there were some girls on Hinge. Actually, the girl that I went on a date with, I did meet her on Hinge. But uh, Tinder is still the predominant dating app in Portugal. I looked it up. I mean, it kind of makes sense. You know, people just probably remember the original. Anyways, you know, I get I get this girl's WhatsApp number. She's cute. I feel like we were kind of like, connecting and how we are communicating even though she lives there and i live in america and then she's like oh there's this jam session in some neighborhood i forget the neighborhood sorry and i was like okay well let's let's go out at how about 7 30 on sunday and she's like okay and you know the classic girl thing okay the girl said okay so now you have to go find the spot and i'm like you know i don't live in this fucking eh, but it's you know there's a nice vert agreed to go on a date with me it's my obligation as the man to find a spot So now I'm starting looking for date spots in Porto, which I don't live in. Never been to. And it's all in Portuguese. So I find this one thing. I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. So I type the translation of the description of it into a translator. It's a multi-purpose rec center. (laughs) Here's a quick first date tip. Don't take a girl to a multi-purpose rec center. She's just going to walk right out of there, dude. So anyways, then I did figure it out. We went to this like, it was basically like a jazz club. I was like, dude, I felt very cool. I'm like, I'm in Porto. I'm at a jazz club. It's cool. The music's good. And then at about 11 o'clock, she was like, I don't feel very well. I'm going to go home. And I'm like, that makes sense to me. (laughs) She was great. And then, uh, all right, that's that story. Oh, this is unrelated. But I read somewhere on like uh, Hinge or something. Someone said, I hate dry conversations. Text me like a crackhead. And I completely agree with that. Text me like a crackhead, dude. That's the only way to do it, you know? Okay, we're going to wrap up the Portugal summary episode. I'm back, I'm sick, I'm jet-lagged, but the episode has been produced. It's going out. Here's a quick inspirational quote from Farnham Street, my favorite blog, Farnhamstreet.com, something like that, you know. Um, if someone admits that they make, if someone admits they made a mistake, have the grace to let it go. Holding it over them ensures they won't be quick to admit they were wrong in the future. Outcome over ego. Ooh, dude, that's so good. Outcome over ego. That's so difficult, you know. Especially when you're not, you feel eh, eh, I was wrong. I'm in the right. Outcome over ego. Ah, fuck. But I don't want it to be outcome. Outcome over ego. Okay. Outcome over ego. Go check out Portugal. Don't steal my wallet, you fucking jerks. Thanks for listening to the Danny Palmer Show. Five uh, Friday, nine o'clock show. Um, Black Cat LES as always. It's going to be on this weekend. Also on May 25th, that Thursday. I'm opening for Julio Gallarotti at Laugh Boston. That's gonna be sick. And then in June, we've got three dates in Raleigh and Nashville and the ATL Georgia. Wherever you follow ya. Thank you for listening to the to the Danny Palmer Show. It'd be helpful if I could speak my own fucking podcast name. You fucking. Yeah.